Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentis and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Greetings, listeners. You're tuned into part two of my conversation with Ryan Cruz, Performance Engineering Manager at Guardian Life Insurance. Ryan shares how their cloud-first project is progressing, and spoiler alert, is going very well. So get ready to take notes and enjoy. I'm going to talk now about the, the cloud-first strategy that I understand is one of your current priorities, and having your APMs integrations in place is all part of that, right? You want to know how your app's going to perform before they're in the cloud, ideally. Yeah, indeed. So I'd like to know, how is this progressing from a performance engineering perspective, that cloud-first strategy? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So Guardian had made a significant you know, investment and they decided mm-hmm. about four or five years ago that we're going to invest in cloud technology. So back in 2017, when we started this initiative, they migrated over 200 apps to mm-hmm. the AWS cloud in less than like in a 12 month span, which is amazing wow. for a portfolio at the time was like 600, 800 apps, you know, a large portion of apps going and being residing yeah. in the cloud in a year span was incredible. Yeah. And then not only that, but the new directive was any new apps that we're going to build and introduce to, you know, our business customers, they need to be built directly in the cloud. So not only were we migrating applications to AWS, but we're building new apps directly in the cloud mm-hmm. and we're continuing to do that today. So yeah. it's because I think the last, you know, numbers I heard or from a percentage standpoint, about approximately 50 to 60% of all Guardian apps reside in the cloud, right? And many others are hybrid. So you have some components that are in the cloud, others remaining on-prem, but really that whole exercise enabled us to kind of refine or improve, like assess kind of how were we doing performance testing? What was our approach? What was our process? And it helped us to refine and improve that by being able to ensure that we establish those on-prem baselines. Like you even mentioned, you need mm-hmm. to assess kind of what is your current performance levels on-prem before mm-hmm. you migrate to the cloud. So when you do migrate to the cloud, you can ensure that it performs the same, if not better. Really yeah. The intent was to make sure not only take advantage of the latest cloud technology, you know, mm-hmm. and, and new technology stacks, but also to make sure the performance was the same as what we saw on-prem, if not better. So we had to go through a more methodical approach yes. and test more frequently. So mm-hmm. at each environment, each lower environment, traditionally we would only test in like a perf environment, a UAT, but when we were going through this migration, we first had to test and sit to make sure it passed those performance gates. And once it had passed it, would they only migrate to UAT or build out that mm. UAT environment? So every environment, as they were building it out, we had to verify the performance of those environments before it actually got promoted or you know migrated to that next higher environment. Yeah. So there's a heavy emphasis on performance throughout this entire initiative yes. and continues through today. We're still yeah. continuing to migrate apps. There's still, like I said, mm. there's hybrid you know, approaches. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure all components are now in the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be ongoing for quite some time, but it's helped us mature from a performance engineering standpoint. Absolutely. And especially for such a manless task like that, you know, you started this four years ago and what you've achieved is awesome. And you've obviously given it that real thorough planning implementation approach. And, and that's what that deserves, right? You hear speeds of releases time yeah. and time again in our industry that actually some things just deserve that time yeah. to get your applications up to speed, your workforce. There's, there's a lot that goes into that. So yeah, really awesome to hear those. I mean, those figures speak volumes. So keep it up. Yeah, I know. We got a long way to go, but you know, we're good. We're in good shape. That's Definitely awesome. making strides. And I think we're ahead of a lot of our competitors, which has kind of put us at an advantage. Yeah. We've learned a lot, you know, which mm-hmm. has served us well now as, as more yeah. disruptors and more changes in industry. Mm-hmm. So I think it's only served us well. 
Undoubtedly. So we're going to do a little shift in tone now. This always gets people head scratching. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> in 10 words or less, what is your best advice for anyone undergoing a digital transformation journey? Oh my goodness. 10 <laughs> words or less. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Count them on two hands. Let's, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really pretty simple, right? Uh, you know, don't count my 10 words just yet, but really it starts with being customer focused. So if I were to kind of say in 10 words or less, mm-hmm. customers are the top priority. Yeah. Strive to make them happy. Really boils yeah. down to that. Absolutely. You know, the mindset has to be that your business is going to be transformed to be customer focused. Yeah. You need to deliver value directly to the mm-hmm. customer. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that is going to change, you know, your, your goals and mindsets and direction you go. As long as you keep the customer at the forefront, mm. I think that will serve companies well as they yeah. enter into that journey. Absolutely. With, I mean, performance engineering, you're putting yourself in the shoes of our users ultimately. So it's natural that you especially would say it's got to be a customer-centric approach throughout. Yeah. You have to view from the lens of a customer Absolutely. and you, you have to learn from them. Yeah. So it's not just also, you know, kind of saying customer phone. You got to learn, you got to gather mm. that data, gather those insights to know how yeah. best to serve your customers and how to provide them with an experience that differentiates you from other yes. companies or other competitors. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Alrighty, now then, let's enter a bit of a utopia now. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change one thing about the application development world, what would that be? Only one thing, huh? <laughs> Just the one. I'm sorry. You know, get three wishes well, here. <laughs> Just the yeah, one. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll take one because you know, spoken like a like a true performance engineer. <laughs> so the one thing I would change is make sure non-functional requirements are properly defined early on mm. in a project life cycle at the, you know, yeah. at the design and the inception and planning phase. Yeah. Does not, because it's been a challenge for us to really assess how to truly model and test applications properly, you know, from mm-hmm. a performance standpoint, mm-hmm. because those NFRs, non-functional requirements are not often formally defined or loosely defined. So we're really not sure how to properly measure and validate your tests unless you provide us with the proper inputs to sure. do so. So I think one of the changes is you know, as we go on this performance engineering journey, as performance becomes more of a higher consideration or mm-hmm. you know, a higher value proposition early yeah. in the life cycle, mm-hmm. I think what helps is if you properly sit down with your business stakeholders mm-hmm. and say, what are the expected SLAs, expected yes. SLOs, and how can we best serve you from a performance standpoint? Yeah, um, yeah. And that'll help drive that you know, through the development phase and ultimately into the testing phase. Mm-hmm. So our performance engineers can model, design, and set up mm-hmm. a scenario that accurately represents production. Yeah, certainly. You want all teams, especially one that relies on such collaboration to be working off of the same hymn sheet. Yeah. And and then, you know, if historically performance testers are now kind of becoming engineers, that's a huge transformation for them. Yeah. So having these clear set goals and targets, mm-hmm. it's really beneficial to have those from the offset. All right, Ryan, this has flown by and we are coming up to the end of our session. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. You've done a marvelous job considering this is your first time. Oh, and thank you. I hope yeah, so. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, you've really shared how you've brought top tier performance engineering to life or should I say to guardian life yeah, yeah. look at that <laughs> i'm really plugging hard for that spokesperson now. i know you're gonna get it <laughs> hey. but it's been wonderful catching up really i've really enjoyed this. it's been a lot of fun and we'll leave you to your no doubt busy summer's day out in new jersey it's been a pleasure bye for now emma thank you so much i can't thank you enough for the opportunity it's great speaking to you and we'll talk soon and hopefully yeah, down the road next time. all right <laughs> bye take care bye-bye now
it's pretty cool to know that new apps at Guardian Life are now being built directly in the cloud, saving their migration efforts and meaning that customers can rely on the systems around the clock, which is a big bonus when the need for insurance can spring up at any time. It's not a coincidence that Ryan and his teams put the customer at the center of everything, considering they've been thriving for 160 plus years, with no doubt many more ahead of them. This episode is the last of our performance testing slash engineering series, and I'm really excited for our next month's theme, which is something a bit different, but definitely a topic for everyone. So stay tuned for that. As always, thanks for listening. Until next airtime. Thank you.